are tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Well, guys, we're not yet done talking about Megan Rapino and the woke USWNT. Now, a few months back, the USWNT competed at the Women's World Cup and they lost. Their offense struggled. And we talked about that. We made quite a few videos on this team, this anti-American team. They went to the World Cup acting like they didn't want to represent the United States of America. Now, the U.S. in the USWNT stands for United States. They went there. Um, they were disengaged with the national anthem. We know that these players would be kneeling for the national anthem. There was no patriotism, none whatsoever. And their ringleader, Megan Rapino, missed a bit time penalty kick. And they went home. They went home. Guess what? America was rejoicing that this team lost. The USWNT has little to no fans. Nobody cares about this team. But I'm pretty sure Americans would actually have been cheering for the USWNT if they actually showed that they cared about the United States of America. But time and time again, no. When you have players go out there that are supposed to be representing the country, Americans want them to actually show some class, show some patriotism. But this team, nah, they can't do that. They can't do that because they're woke. They have to show you how much they hate this country. Well, guys, FIFA, they have now come out with a study to show you how much hate online abuse that the USWNT got, probably namely Megan Rapino, even though they don't actually name Megan Rapino, but it's a clear indication, guys. That is Megan Rapino. So let's jump over here to ESPN. Look here. USWNT most targeted by Women's World Cup online abuse. According to FIFA. Now, they actually use AI to generate this data here. And with AI, you can manipulate what the AI is actually looking for. So pretty much when I see a headline like this online abuse, I'm just thinking of um, people that um, post criticism of Megan Rapinoe and the USWNT, nothing more because now criticism is considered hate speech to the votes out there. And also the president of uh, FIFA is coming out now and slamming fans because it is yes, it says here over 150 players at the 2023 Women's World Cup receive targeted abuse on social media. With a FIFA report showing that the United States women's national team squad received more than twice the number of discriminatory or threatening posts of any other competing nation. In other words, guys, just a little bit of criticism, you know, because. They didn't want to actually um, show enthusiasm while singing the national anthem. That's online abuse now. That's all it is. Two un unidentified players 
whom FIFA has chosen not to name to protect the individuals from further abuse, representing the U.S. and Argentina, received significantly more abusive messages than any other players at the tournament. Folks, when they're talking about the U.S., that's Megan Rapino. We already know it. Everybody knows that. It's Megan Rapino. A study commissioned by FIFA in conjunction with uh, Global Players Association, FIFPRO, has released the data generated by the FIFA Social Media Protection Service during the Women's World Cup uh, stage in Australia and New Zealand in July and August. Over 5.1 million posts and comments in 35 languages on social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Etz, and YouTube. They probably were talking about us then. Talking about YouTube, okay. Were analyzed for abusive content by artificial intelligence program with 102,511 posts subsequently flagged and analyzed by humans. Two-thirds, 67% of accounts posting abuse were traced back to accounts registered in North and Central America and of 7,085 posts flagged as abusive, being abusive or threatening, 6,184 were sent from Etz accounts. So they're going after um, Elon Musk right there and Etz. But I must say, I did contribute to um, YouTube, okay? If they considered me criticizing the team for not showing patriotism, for losing, not scoring points, if that's online abuse, then so be it. So be it. Because when they actually lost and got eliminated from the World Cup, I put up a video and that video went super viral. It went crazy. So I'm pretty sure I contributed to the YouTube portion there. And when they lost, man, X was lit up, man. People were celebrating that the USWNT lost. They were slamming Megan Rapinoe for missing that kick. They were slamming Megan Rapinoe and the USWNT for being unpatriotic. It's not online abuse. According to the SMPS data, abusive posts towards the U.S. team centered on them not singing the national anthem before games. So that's abusive right there. You see what I'm talking about, guys? Criticism of them not singing the national anthem is considered abusive. This is not really abuse. There was a noticeable spike in abuse after the U.S. failed to beat Portugal in a group game on August 1st, while the detected abuse on all platforms reached a tournament high on August 6th, following the USWNT's exit after their defeat against Sweden. You see, guys, that's all I was talking about right there. Everybody was crushing the USWNT, but they consider the criticism to be abuse. That is ridiculous. The SMPS data noted that many abusive messages were sent in, per in response to uh, Beijing Biden uh, commiserating with the U.S. players. Spain's victory over England in the final uh, prompted the second largest spike of abusive messages with several um, Spain players targeted with sexist and misogynistic comments after the incident when then uh, Spanish um, FA president Luis Robales kissed a uh, player Jenny Hermosa during the tournament presentation ceremony. While general abuse accounted for 23.31% 
of the offending messages, anti-gay messages, 20.4%, and messages of a sexual nature, 15.03%, were also large in volume. And this is what the FIFA president came and said, quote, there can be no place on social media for those who abuse or threaten anyone. Be that in FIFA tournaments or elsewhere, FIFA president Gianni Infantino said, uh, quote, through the social media protective service, which was introduced one year ago with the support of uh, FIFPRO, FIFA has helped reduce the exposure of players, teams and officials to online abuse and hate speech by reporting and hiding more than 400,000 comments. Discrimination has no place in football and no place in society. Together, we say no discrimination. Wow. There you have it, guys. Criticism now is discrimination. You know, criticism now is abusive. It is triggering to, I guess, you know, this uh, woke uh, FIBA president. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous. I can really say, man, a whole bunch of Americans were celebrating when they lost because Americans want their players to be patriotic. This team was not patriotic and they lost. Yes, America was rooting against the USWNT. That's not abusive. I mean, 2023, man, you got a bunch of snowflakes out there that can't take any criticism whatsoever. And now FIFA is triggered. This is manufactured, guys. This was manufactured right here. Why would they even put out this study? I mean, we come out, we crush LeBron James all the time. We've actually, I believe, been more. We've actually slammed LeBron James more than Megan Rapino. There's no study out there about um people slamming the NBA, calling it abusive. None of that stuff. But I guess since they're women, oh, if you criticize women, then it's abusive. That's ridiculous, man. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.